Welcome back to Boy Band Break, we, where we encourage you to take a break for your day and join us in some boy band conversation. As always, I'm Chinzia. I'm Sophia. And I'm Lydia, a.k.a. Mama Lou. Uh, as you know, Diane is not here today, so she is off this week, but she will be back next week. Um, also, just starting off the bat, uh, sometimes we have a guest on our show uh, who calls himself Big Papa, or my friend Josh. I'm just passing on uh, my condolences to him. His great uncle just passed away this week at the age of 101. Mm. So, um, yeah, so it's been kind of a busy week. And uh, so my condolences to Josh and his family and everything else there. And so. on behalf of all of Boy Band Break, our condolences collectively to Big Papa. Yes. And rest in peace, Uncle Joe. Mm. Great man. Okay, so moving on to this week, uh, we actually had a few, I know we, we used to do this all the time when we first started. We used to do the celebrity birthdays. Uh, we have not done that in a while, but I figured, you know what? This weekend that we are recording this, this week, there's been three three birthdays of the big bands. So we're just going to give a quick shout out to that. So obviously our fave, our boy, <laughs> Our Nick Carter, he has turned yeah. 42. Um, oh, so yeah. Yay. I was looking at my Facebook memories and I had a collage of his 40th birthday. So I just kind of took that one and sent it to him and said, sorry, there's no new pictures because, you know, I haven't seen you in two years because, you know, COVID. Um, so yeah, so he liked my response. So there you go. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm pretty sure I like also... everyone's response to <laughs> uh no but congratulations i find that here's a tip people here's the key to get nick to like something that you tweet put uh, a picture Did you also yes i put a collage as well but okay, i thought well, like you know what it's i did it in the morning because i usually know that he wakes up early so that's why i was like hey, i'll just kids. do it early i work early so i'll just write it early he did okay. not look he was not on at all in the morning he was I on at night time. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe so, Laura let him sleep in for his birthday. Maybe. So I was like, that's ah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I'm happy for you, Chinzia. Wonderful. You know what's funny, though, is anytime I see, like, so-and-so likes this, I'm like, let me just click to make sure it's actually him and not just, like, uh, Nick Carter 72. Like, oh, please send me, you know, PayPal or what the hell. Apple gift, gift cards. Card. Gift cards, yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, who asked for Apple gift cards? Oh my God, there's so many fake ones all the time that they'll just message you and they're like, and it's in terrible broken English and they're like, you my big fan. I know, that's my the best. Account for fans. And then actually- I was are, you a bi- are you a big supporter of mine? You oh obviously God. would know that. If- oh my God, it's like on Instagram yeah. once I got that and I was just yeah. like, you know what, I'm just gonna play along. And then he's like, are you a big fan? I go, mm, you know what? I'm kind of like a medium oscillating fan. And then, <laughs> I took, and then I took a picture of the fan in my bedroom. And then it was just like, then they tried to call. And I was like, oh, should I answer this? But I don't, I don't know how that like, how like technology works. And I like, if you can somehow like screw me over if I answer a phone call on Instagram. First of all, yeah. I, didn't even, I didn't even know Instagram could call people. So I was yes, just like, neither did I. I. I know that because I have fans on my other, on my modeling Instagram, uh, yes. which has since been hate disabled. rated and disabled, which is fun. But yeah, uh, and I'm like, who the fuck is this? Yeah, it's very creepy. Yes, Don't pick up the phone. Anyway, sorry for that random tangent on that. So yeah, so uh, okay, better be so, better to be safe than sorry, right? That's right. That's you right. Got it. 
Uh, so yeah, so Nick Carter, 42, on the same day as Joey Fatone from NSYNC, turned 44. And uh, my least favorite boy band member uh, is actually celebrating a birthday on the 31st, and that is Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Is turning the big 4-0, so. I can't wait to see those pictures of you and Justin when you're doing the finger. I just gave the finger. I don't know why. Sorry. Tradition. I I was very excited. (laughs) There is some, like, Justin news, because I think, like, um, uh, Janet Jackson has some sort of documentary coming out. Oh, yes. Yes. About the nipple Nipple gate. gate. Yes. Did it already come out? I feel like people have been tweeting about it. Maybe, but I didn't. I didn't get to see it. Me neither. Honest truth, I have not been really on social media at all the last couple of weeks, so I've missed out on everything. So I don't know. So that's okay. Um, but speaking of other boy band members doing things, we have not one, but two boy banders Ooh. on the television, guys. What? The doing things. Reality TV shows. So first up, first to announce. Our own Howie D, Howie DeRose. Howie! Howie! He is going to be on a show called The Real Dirty Dancing. This is how we do it. Uh, so I, that I can't is... imagine Howie Dirty Dancing. Just okay, so that. obviously the series I is... I saw a little clip of it, and it looks a little um, weird, but hey, let's see. Maybe it was just a clip that clip that's all you know what howie has those latin moves he's got his hips shaking i'm pretty sure our listener gail is going to be watching that because she loves howie howie's her favorite so uh so yeah so obviously it is inspired by the 1987 film dirty dancing with patrick swayze and jennifer gray so for a really good movie it was an excellent movie great soundtrack on that yes Lots of great songs. Agreed. Um, so for this one, it's going to be following eight celebrities. Brie Bella, who I believe is a wrestler. Yes. Yes. I'm still listening. I just want. Yes. To she uh, she's performing at the Royal Rumble. When it Royal just comes out, it will be the last weekend. But yes. 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 Uh, so <laughs> Corbin Blue, who I believe was on High School Musical. That is uh, correct. And then I don't recognize anybody else. So there's Tyler Cameron. Kat Cora, Howie D, Antonio Gates, Analija Johnson Riaz, and Lonnie Love. So they're going to actually be at the real location that the, um, the show was filmed. The movie mm-hmm. was filmed at the Kellerman's Lodge. And uh, they're going to learn the dance routines and the lift and all that stuff. And then they're going to. Which I think to- is really cool. Like That's always fun. Right? So, yeah. Um, I just want to point out that in the past, Generally, when I'm in a pool with Lydia, we very much like to try to do the lift in the pool. Um, yes, I have seen that. I, I play Johnny, and then Lydia plays the girl, and then she comes towards me and goes to go jump. And then every single time this happens, my without leg, fail, without fail, even if I sit and my leg involuntarily comes up, and I knee her in the crotch. Every time I'm like, Ugh. I get like beamed. I'm like, ah! And she's like, not this time. I won't do it this time. I won't do it. I swear, let's try it again. And then she tries again, and I'm like, ah! It's just like, it's just a reaction my leg has, and I just try. I think we just, at this point it's tradition to do that, right? Nice. It's tradition. And then, or either that, or I'll just start laughing, and then I'll drop her before it even gets to that part. So, hopefully, they fare better at this. 
Um, I'm not actually sure. There's not a lot of information yet about it. So I don't know if they're with the same partner each week or if they're going to switch them up or if people are going to get eliminated. I don't really, we don't really know how this is going. It's, um, but tune in on February 1st and uh, it should be very interesting if it's like different partners. Yeah, it would be cool. So yeah, I don't know if that, yeah. So it's, uh, and it's going to be on Fox. So then yeah. you can get, um, and that is going for four weeks. Uh, so it's a weekly show starting February 1st. So then uh, a couple days ago, we also found out that Celebrity Big Brother is coming out. Woo! And, uh, Woo! Do you know who's going to be there? Chris Kirkpatrick! My hubs, my hubs, Chris Kirkpatrick is going to be um, competing. Um, actually, and I was actually impressed that I recognized most of the other competitors. Um, so, um, Lamar Odom, so he's a basketball Ooh. player. He's married was, to a Kardashian. He I was think. married to a Kardashian. He was, yes. but he cheated on her. <gasps> which seems to be happening a lot with the basketball players and her, which is not good. Yeah. yeah. Well, Let's you know, cry. It is what it is. Oh, uh, to yeah. be rich and beautiful and single. Oh. <laughs> Yes. Uh, so obviously, Chris from NSYNC will also be on there. Uh, huh? Real Housewives of Atlanta star Cynthia Bailey, um, former SNL comedian and uh, half of the brothers from Ninth Roxbury, that would be Chris Catan, is going to be on there. Oh, he was on SNL, right? He was on yeah. SNL. Yes. Oh, I've, yes. I've that's where Lydia. That. I remember I that him. Yes, I remember him. Yeah. So yeah. So he's going to be on it. Uh, Olympic figure skater. Mirai Nagasu, uh, singer and dancer Todrick Hall. <gasps> yes, I know who that is. Nails, nails, hair, big, hips, heel. Baby, I'm a big, big deal. deal. Ah, okay, that's well, that's so, like a soon as I saw that, I was guy. just like, yes, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, former Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star Teddy Mellencamp. Model and reality star Shanna Mokler, which I know recently as Travis Barker's ex-wife, and he's dating a different Kardashian. So I was like, it's a lot of Kardashian connections going on. Is that it's Chloe, right? I think he's dating Kim. Oh, well, okay. Or what's the other one? What's the other one's name? There's Kim. There's Chloe. There's Courtney. Courtney. Oh, Courtney. I think it's Courtney. Yeah. Yeah. Courtney the yeah. one who used to be with Scott. I've literally never watched a single episode of any Kardashian show, but I get it all from BuzzFeed because I just read all the articles for some reason. So yes, you're I, right, I, I watch. I watch Kardashians on TikTok. That's pretty much it. Yeah, you're right. It is. I think I watched maybe like one episode or two. I don't know. It's been a long time. Yes. Uh, also, Different Strokes star uh, Todd Bridges. I never watched Different Strokes, but I knew who he was through the years. Uh, former UFC champion Nisha Tate. Nisha Tate! Yes. Sophia knows that. Oh I know. The, it's, it's She's a fighter. She came back after five years off, had her babies, Aww. and then returned to the UFC. Nice. Yes. I didn't realize you were into UFC as well. I thought you were just into yeah. I just started like a few years. I'm a more casual fan. Okay. Cool. Sophia just yeah. likes people beating the shit out of each other. It's pretty much yeah. so. Why not, right? Just you don't have to beat the shit of, out of anyone. You just watch people do it. That's good. Yeah. Very exactly. therapeutic. Uh, and finally, Queer Eye, um, Carson Cressley. So he was from the original. <gasps> I remember him. He's on Drag Race as well. Say okay, so. maybe we need to watch this so that we can talk about it on our podcast. 
Well, we will definitely be watching this. So this one is starting, I believe, February 2nd. Let's see if they have any info here. Um, they're going to make alliances, blah, blah. The house is outfitted with over 90 HD cameras, over 100 microphones, recording the celebs every move 24 hours a day. They will have no contact with the outside world. Fans can watch the celebrities live out their time in the com competition via the live feeds, which are available on Paramount+. Plus. Ugh. I'm assuming there's a way to watch it in Canada. I don't know. Maybe on Crave TV for us? Probably. I don't know. Uh, I Like, Diane would be really good for this because she actually watches all of these shows and she knows the ins and outs of everything, but... Yeah, um, agreed. So, following the premiere, the show will air multiple nights a week throughout February, with the finale being Wednesday, February 23rd. Um, Ooh, close to so our yes. birthdays. So it's on CBS uh, starting Wednesday, February 2nd. So there you go. So, yeah, lots to go. Oh, Something little... to look forward to. Yeah. Oh, there's a little thing. You can, If you look at this Us Weekly article, there's a little blurb where they interview everybody. Uh, so they have Chris in here. And uh, it's going to be too long to read because it's actually quite long. So anyways, go check it out. Um, yes. Yeah, so there you go. So we got some boy banders on TV. Very excellent. And, and that means we got some content for the book. So now if I'm understanding this correctly, Big Brother, they do vote people out. So yes. he might not make it to the end. But I feel that Chris is charming and entertaining. So he should get coast through a bit. He could make an alliance in the house and could be like head of household. So we'll see. You never know, right? We shall see. Lydia's shaking Maybe. her head at the charming thing. I uh, uh, I think you're confusing him with like Nick Lachey. Like different guy. Listen, like Chris is funny. People okay. like Chris. I People feel like funny. He, yeah. Funny okay, will help him. That. Yeah, I will say that. Yes. Okay, fair enough. But again, I, just, I I know nothing about any of these shows. Or the only thing I saw, shows. I watched one time a Big Brother and they had to eat dog food and then the guy was like king of the hill or something and he had to kick some guy out. It was all very confusing. I don't confusing. think it's called king of the hill. I think it's head like, of household, buddy. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. And I'm just like, this is insane. I'm not watching this. And then I actually applied to be on Big Brother without watching it, Big Brother Canada. And then I'm just like... Do, 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 do. And like kind of luckily they didn't call me because I was reading up statistics on it. And most 98% of winners of Big Brother are men because men don't get into the social game because they are impervious to it or something. And they're not catty, right? They're not catty. Yeah. yeah. And they're very like strategic. Yeah. So I'm like, whereas like women kind of get into their own heads a little bit and they kind of like, they kind of uh, self. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, again, their self-destruct, self-destruct. Yes, self self yes. <laughs> they just explode. They're just. I am a That's robot. Must women don't wait for explode all the time. Why not? That's a good word I to feel use. Like That's a really high statistic, Lydia. I feel like it's less, but again, I've and then I was like, good thing I wasn't picked. But then uh, I don't know if they still record Big Brother Canada. I don't know. If you guys know, know. any Canadian casting calls, please let me know in the comments below. I but feel I like yeah, it left and then it came back. Maybe. Yeah. I feel like fans voted it back, possibly. I don't know. But anyways, so that'll be. Uh, so I think we were. I think we were in the audience, D and I, because Chintia gave us some tickets for Big Brother Canada taping. Possibly. Yes. Possibly. 
Possibly is the word. Possibly. Probably and possibly. Yes. There you go. Because they filmed yeah. it in Toronto, right? Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, according to this statistic in 2019, overall, women have won more seasons than people think. They won 10 out of 23 seasons. Okay. But so, 23 yes. is higher than 10. Yes, but it's only like like 20 would be 50%. So they're just like maybe 40 something percent. So. Yeah, but so like I said, the majority of men win, which sucks. Okay. Yes. That's but yeah, true. Okay, not ninety. And women have won thirteen. Men have won four. People have color of one. Two LGBT people have won. Twelve white men have won. Seven white women. Three winners won their second time playing. Seven winners played more than once. And one winner has played three times. So yeah. I don't know. Thank you for those statistics. Thank you, Reddit, for those statistics. Anywho, anyways, it will be fun. It will be fun to witness and see how Chris does and see how Howie does. So, good luck to both. Good luck to both. Let's win it. Let's win it for the boy bands. You've got this. Yeah, woo! All right. So, for today's episode, uh, we were discussing this a couple episodes ago. We were trying to come up with ideas and things. And I feel like it was when we were watching the Boy Band Holly special. Yes. Is that where we came up with this? Yes. Um, We realized that we never actually did um, anything about New Edition or Boys to Men, like the older boy bands before we started listening to boy bands. So, uh, we thought that for today's episode, let's do like a bit of a dive into Boys to Men. Yeah. Yeah. So we used to do this at the very beginning of our podcast. If you go back to episodes like two, three, four, like we had In Sync, we had Action Boys, we had O Town, we had all that stuff. So like we haven't done one of these in a while. So I figured, why not? Um, so it's a bit of a nostalgic for us now. It's a bit of a nostalgic, and we'll learn some more thing more things about them because yes, you know, boy band. Uh, this podcast we want to include all boy bands. So yes, exactly. I know we talk about our top 10 ones or top five that we talk about a lot. So anybody who's new, we have Backstreet Boys in Sync, New Kids on the Block, O-Town, Jonas Brothers, uh, all of those ones. But yes, so today we are talking boys to men. So I'm going to use my handy dandy friend Wikipedia to, uh, I find that they're generally pretty good if we have messed up. And if anybody had put weird information that's incorrect, feel free to write us in the comments or let us know. If you're a huge Boys to Men fan and you have anything that we missed, for, by all means, let us know. We can talk about it in a future episode. But I'm just going to kind of go through this. I do want to yeah, say one yeah, thing. Yes. Um, the Backstreet Boys were influenced by Boys to Men. They would sing some of their songs, a cappella, mm. um, which was very good to the ears. So nice. For yeah. sure. And if I'm not mistaken, Soph, did you not say that Boys to Men is like the first, was it the first concert you had been to or the first album you bought or something? Uh, no, that was all for one, but uh, you know. That was like 150 some odd episodes ago. So I yes. it's okay. Yeah. No worries. So well, I'm here inf- to help. The information that I got from uh, about Boys to Men came from the history of Boys to Men on uh, Watch Mojo. So I have some notes here too, so that we can oh, perfect. Okay. collaborate. Collaborate. And oh, sorry, it's just yeah. some things are popping in my head as yeah, like yeah. you guys are talking. Um, the Boys to Man was also on an episode of Fresh Prince of Bel Air uh, on one episode, and I was like, oh, I remember Boys to Man being on there. 
I think it was on like the christening one. Um, were they, they were like, like performing or they were just walking? Yeah, they were, they were performing. Will Smith had to get them um, as a, a christening gift, but Aww. he didn't really have them. So then he had to like go and like see them at like the record store or something. Aww. And they nice. tried to, he tried to convince them to come. Aww. And then, and then he wasn't sure by the end if they were going to come, but then they actually did. So ah then, yes, yeah. So they're like, okay, we we're gonna come and like support you because this is a nice gift that you're doing. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, I love, I love when they do that. Remember when you kids on the block were on Fuller House? Yes, yes, I yeah. love that. It's yeah, nice when well, they have like a whole. They yeah, not on the original Full House on Fuller House because like they're like in real life super fans of New Kids yes. on the Block. Like <laughs> and Kimmy Gibbler has gone on New Kids cruises and stuff and it's been like. Yeah. But they, um, yeah, there was an episode in like Adrian. Andrea and Candace Cameron Bury. Those two are like the huge ones. Huge, yeah. And, yeah. yeah so that's good. So that's so yeah. What, wait, wait. What did they do on the episode? I can't recall the exact thing. I think they either went. I think she had a oh. thing. She had passed out. They brought her to the house. Them to the house or something. They went to the concert and, and then they. Afterwards. Yeah, I think so. And then they were on stage, and then they sang because Donnie wasn't in it; just the other ones were. Aww. Yes, I think Donnie FaceTime because he's he's obviously New York recording. Uh, yes, right, so he can yes. be there for it. But um, yeah, I can't I can't remember the exact premise, but it was essentially like I think it was like her fortieth birthday, and they were trying to get new kids to come. And then Kimmy did some wacky shit and got them to the house. But then yes. she was she had like a broken tooth and had gone for like dental surgery and was all like on the laughing gas stuff and didn't realize they were actually there and then yes it was like oh. it was a thing so then yeah yeah i think it was something like that and then they're like oh let's go to the concert and then they were like front row of the concert yeah anyway okay it was a good episode it was fun it was fun episode. okay continue okay. yes okay so boys to men so um if you're living under a rock the way they spell their name is b-o-y-z-i-i men so, uh, but I have seen the spelling with like two like boys. Two. Yeah, I've seen it like B O Y Z and then two men. So, uh, yeah, that's probably like so, the wrong spelling, but I have seen that. That is it's like Roman numeral two. Yes, you know. Um, so it's pronounced boys to men, also known as B two M. They are an American vocal harmony group from Philly, from Philly, uh, Pennsylvania, best known for emotional ballads in acapella harmonies. They are currently a, tri a trio composed of baritone Nathan Morris alongside tenors Wanye Morris uh, and Sean Stockholm. During the 90s, boys to... Wait, hold on. Wait, they used to be four members, members right? Yeah, yeah, they used to be four. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But I'm, okay. I'm more like, why is there, Why are they both last name Morris? They're they brothers. brothers? Maybe they're cousins? Wait, wait, well, you know what, guys? We will find out. Uh, okay. During Brother the 90s, sounds better, but yeah. Boys to Men found fame on Motown Records as a quartet, including bass Michael McCary, who left yes. the group in 2003 due to back spasms that yes. were eventually diagnosed as multiple sclerosis. So MS. During the 90s, Boys to Men gained international success. This began with the release of top five singles, Motown Philly, Motown Philly, <laughs> Motown Philly back again, duh. Da, na, na. When we, we watched the, um, little, I don't know. Where... Yes. <laughs> when we went to go see that boy band play, uh, New Kids Brian, on the Block. No, the one with Brian Jansen. 
That was one of the songs that they performed in it. Oh, um, what was oh it? Oh, I, I, I don't remember. It was several years who, ago. Who am I? Who am I? No. No. Who am I was Howie's musical. That's right, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know. remember. Anyway, so, uh, so Motown Philly, and it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. It came out in 1991, yes. followed by the number one single. And... Wait, wait. Yes. If you want it, what you want it, what way? A boy band tale. Yes. Thank so you, was, Lydia. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sometimes we don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Wait, wait. Does okay? Some of this information that I have is different. A little bit. So this is just the synopsis part, and then it goes okay. year, the sections oh, okay, by okay, year. Okay, okay, so okay, this sorry. is kind of like an overview. So okay, sorry. Continue back. with the overview then. Sorry. Okay. Uh, End of the Road set a new record for, uh, came out in 1992, which reached the top of the charts worldwide. End of the Road set a new record for longevity, staying at number one on the Billboard Top 100 chart for 13 weeks. Boys to Men proceeded to break this record with a subsequent release of I'll Make Love to You. I'll make, make love to you like, like you, you want me to. There is like a delay. I there guess. is a delay. We are butchering these songs. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. We need to like one person. Well, maybe one person sings if they want. Okay. Um, oh no, we need to like one, two, three, so we can be on the same page. That's okay. Well, okay, okay. maybe. <laughs> Uh, one sweet day with Mariah Carey. I don't know if I know about. I that. feel like this is a movie. No, it is a movie. I do recall that being a movie. Yeah, but is this uh, song in that movie? I don't remember. This song was the turning point in a downward spiral. For okay. Them. Oh, okay. Yes. If we get to that there. Okay. Uh, so I'll make love to you was 14 weeks on the charts, and one sweet day was 16 weeks on the charts. Each set new records for total number of weeks at number one. I'll Make Love to You also topped the charts in Australia for four weeks and garnered international success. Consequently, Boys to Men is among the music industry's elite with regard to time spent at number one in Billboard history with 50 cumulative weeks, ranking sixth behind Drake, The Beatles, Rihanna, Elvis Presley, and Mariah Carey. Furthermore, when On Bended Knee took the number one spot away from I'll Make Love to You, Boys to Men became only the third artist ever after the Beatles and Elvis Presley to replace themselves at the top of the Billboard 100. These achievements were enough to earn Boys to Men recognition as Billboard Magazine's biggest boy band during the period of 87 to 2012. Boys to Men has received four Grammy Awards. Boys to Men continue to perform worldwide as a trio. Their most recent studio album, Under the Streetlight, was released in 2017. In June 2017, a section of Broad Street from Christian to Carpenter Streets in Philadelphia was renamed Boyd's to Men Boulevard. The section of the street is near the high school for the creative and performing arts where the members once attended. So that's your synopsis. So now we're going to go back in history, guys. We're going to go all the way back to the year, the year you guys were born. 1985. So, 1985. So this, this is why I feel like, because when I was reading about like when they were like more famous, it was before I started listening to music. So I can kind of see how that's in it. Obviously, they started when you guys were born. So obviously, you were babies and would not have heard this. Aww. All right. So uh, 1985 to 1990, the beginnings. The group, originally known as Unique Attraction, was started by friends Nathan Morris and Mark Nelson at the Philadelphia High School for the Creative and Performing Arts, Kappa, along with fellow schoolmates George Baldy, John Schultz, 
and Marguerite Walker in 1985. In 1987, Wanya Morris, who sang in the school's choir along with members of Unique Attraction, joined the group and became a permanent member when he was only a freshman. In 1988, Baldy, Schultz, and Walker all left the group due to graduation. They then recruited, recruited Sean Stockholm, uh, sorry, Stockman, after seeing him perform a solo in the school's choir. One day, Nate, Mark, Wanye, and Sean were practicing harmonies in the school bathroom, and in walked Michael McCary, who started singing along with the group and eventually became the group's new bass singer. Now, with a permanent lineup of members, the group rehearsed in the high school bathrooms, but due to the excellent acoustics, and on the corners of their school and local hangouts. They found inspiration in new additions, harmonies, and routines, which they did say in the Christmas special. Um, and they eventually renamed the group Boys to Men after one of new edition songs, Boys to Men, spelled. Which we found out when we were watching a very boy band holiday. holiday. Yes. yes. So, yeah, so that's. Sorry, I don't know why. That's but it's cute. really cool, though, that, like, the boy bands kind of inspire each other. So New yeah, Edition yes. was like the first one. And then they kind of inspired Boys to Men. And Boys to Men inspired Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. And then those, like, it's, it's interesting how it's just kind of like, you know, yeah. low, right? Absolutely. Um, for sure. So that's pretty cool. Um, so uh, the New Edition song was from the 1980 album Heartbreak. Um, after perform Okay. So after performing at a Valentine's Day party at the school in 1989, they got their big break when they snuck into a concert put on by local radio station Power 99 at the Philadelphia Civic Center. Their plan was to find Will Smith backstage and perform for him. But while looking for Smith, they happened to cross paths with new edition member Michael Bivens, who along with yeah. fellow group mates Ricky Bell and Ronnie DeVoe, just announced they were forming a new edition spinoff called Bell Biv DeVoe. After they sang new editions, You Can't Stand the Rain for him, Bivens and everyone in attendance, including other celebrities, were impressed. He then gave the group his phone number and told them to give him a call. Nate eventually called him and he agreed to manage and help produce the group. Aw. That's cool. a pretty cool story. Like, yeah. Say, like, that's like a yourself. Disney... You know, it's like, like fate, like, right? Fate brought them together. Mm-hmm. Like they put themselves together at school from their choir. They did yeah. this thing and they're like, holy shit, Will Smith and New Edition are going to be at this party. Let's sneak in. Let's try it. Like, it That's sounds smart. like a fanfic. It doesn't sound yeah, like Yeah, it sounds like, like a, like a yeah. teen movie, doesn't it? And it's just yeah. like, get it worked out for them. So that's it's just like some magic happens almost like, you know? Yeah. That is so like that is such a cool story. Yeah. I, mean, like, I like that story. Yeah, me too. Yes. Did it was that in the Mojo thing, obviously too. As yeah, as yeah. As they had uh yeah, so as they said uh they're formed in Philadelphia, nineteen eighty eight, then and then this, this describes like what their voices are. So Nathan Morris is a baritone. Then Wanye Morris is a tenor, Sean Stockman is a tenor, and then Michael McCary was a bass. They had a mutual love for singing while attending high school. They're discovered by Michael Bevins after they... So, so Michael Bevins is a founding member of New Edition, and the New Edition are the guys who are like, cool it Those guys? Yep. After they snuck backstage at, at the Belle Biv DeVoe concert. Yes. And so Belle Biv yes. DeVoe was the American music group that had members of New Edition, R- Ricky Bell. Michael Bivens and Ron and Ronnie DeVoe. Yeah. 
Yes. And they're no they're the ones who are known for she's poison. Yes. That's so, okay. So that's how you know them. Okay. Yes. And uh, then Michael Bivens got them the record deal, but left the band before they debuted. That's that's okay, where so I am in the timeline. Okay. Okay. So it says the delay before recording their own material and reported personality conflicts led founding member Mark Nelson to leave the group, making boys to men into the quartet that found international fame. So Michael McCary, Nathan Morris, Wanya Morris, and Sean Stockman. Okay. So that is the beginning. So now mm-hmm. we were going forward to 1991, 1992. I would have been uh-huh. 10 years old. Uh, so, And we would have been seven. Yay. So Cooley High Harmony, which is all one word, and End of the Road. So Boys to Men's first album, Cooley High Harmony. It's the end of the road. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. I think I'm pronouncing this right. C-O-O-L-E-Y High Harmony. It's all one word. Uh, yeah. was released in on Motown Records in 1991. It was produced by Michael Bivens. Um, uh, the drum-heavy new jack swing sound and multi-layered sample backdrops were similar to that of Bell Biv DeVoe's own work, but featured classic soul-style vocals in the place of Bell Biv DeVoe's rapping and brassier singing. This style was dubbed hip-hop doo-wop by the group and Bivens, who presented Boys to Men and and adolescent R&B group, another bad creation to the public as BBD prodigies. Um, And from the beginning, Boys to Men featured all four members as leads, avoiding the usual R&B group arrangement of one or two lead singers and a team of background singers. The multiple lead arrangement became a Boys to Men trademark, and it became typical to hear Wanya Morris's vibrato heavy tenor, Sean Stockman's tenor voice, Nathan Morrison's baritone, and Michael McCary's bass, often re- used in spoken word sections of many Boys to Men hits, trading bars in each song. The album's liner notes identified unique nicknames for each of the group. These nicknames were devised in collaboration with Bivens in an attempt at marketing. Wanye was Squirt. Sean... I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know why I'm is starting to laugh. I went really dirty. Like, I'm sorry. Okay. You know, Liquid Dreams, or is that just because he's short? I don't know why. Oh my god! <laughs> there is no additional reason why he was called that, but whatever. Squirt. Um, Sean was slim, which mm-hmm. understandable because he's very skinny. Yeah. Uh, Michael was simply bass, and Nathan assumed the nickname. Alex Vanderpool. After Why? A, after a soap opera character who brandished a nerdy style. What soap opera? It does not say. I don't know, but there you go. Uh, Boys to Men's first single, the Dallas, the Dallas Austin produced Motown Philly, featured a rap cameo by Michael Bivens that gives the story of how he met Boys to Men. The single's release was accompanied with a music video that presented the group in hip-hop style. The video also included cameos from fellow uh, Philadelphia High School for the Creative and Performing Arts alumni, Black Thought, and Quest Love from The Roots. So he was he was on, uh, what, what late night show did he used to be on? Was that Jimmy Fallon? Who was it again? Sorry? Quest Love? Yeah, I think it was Jimmy Allen. Jimmy. Jimmy uh, Fallon. Sorry. Jimmy Fallon, yes. Okay. Uh, cool High Harmony's second single was an acapella cover of the classic Motown tune, G.C. Cameron's It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday. 
from the 1975 Cooley High. Oh, that makes sense. Now the title of the album makes sense. Yes. Well, uh uh served as the third single. Uh-uh. I've uh, never heard that song before. I also have never heard of it, and it's not clickable, so I don't know. Maybe uh, it's not that memorable. Probably not. So Cooley High Harmony achieved major success, eventually selling over 9 million copies. And Very winning, good. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Uh, and winning a Grammy Award for Best R&B Performance by a duo or group with vocals at the 1992 Grammy Awards. Boys to Men were also nominated for Best New Artist, along with British singer-songwriter Seal, fellow R&B group Color Me Bad. Is that the one that Brian Abrams is from? It sure is. Oh, yeah, that's yes. right. Uh, as well as dance group C2C Music Factory. Oh, I like them too. That's a, that's a good mix of uh, nominees there. Yeah. Uh, the Grammy was awarded to singer-songwriter Mark Cohn. I don't know. He is. Motown Philly and It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday were number one R&B hits and top five U.S. pop hits. In 1992, Boys to Men joined MC Hammer's high-profile Too Legit to Quit. Too Legit, too legit to Quit. Too Legit to Quit. I remember that one. Yeah, I do too. I remember that one too. Yeah. See, so, we're not that, like... See, we're not that young. Uh, yeah. So they joined that tour as their opening, as his opening act. While traveling the country, their tour manager, Ka- Kalali Roundtree, was was murdered in Chicago. Oh, shit. Oh, that escalated quickly. Oh, wow. Okay. I and didn't the, know that. Did you, was that in the Mojo thing, Lydia? Um, no. Um, I got to the point where... Um, uh, oh, shit. Well, okay. Well, uh, okay. So you mentioned says- that the, the soundtrack wasn't no. boomerang nope or... that's next that's coming that's up next. oh sorry okay okay, okay. yeah um, it was like a very like this whole thing that i watched was like six minutes long so it doesn't okay. really go into everything but... okay so apparently their tour manager was murdered so that's that's crazy um so the group's future performances of it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday were dedicated to him as a result of this unfortunate experience the song helped advance their success Awkward. Wow. Uh, that's that's crazy. So while touring during 1992, Boys to Men returned briefly to the studio to record the single End of the Road, co-written and produced by Kenneth Babyface Edward Ed, Edmonds for the soundtrack to Eddie Murphy's film Boomerang. Yes. Okay. This song, it. released right. as a single June 30th, 1992, became Boys to Men's biggest hit. It reached number one position on the Billboard Hot 100 on August 15th. <sighs> remaining there for a record-setting 13 weeks until November 14, 1992. The success of End of the Road instantly transformed boys to men from up-and-coming R&B stars into mainstream music celebrities. Yeah, this was a good music. This was like, and the end of the road. That was good. So it's very, I think, like, wasn't this song um, part of the Backstreet Boys? Grammys sing the songs that they used when they did a cappella. I could have sworn this is the one, one of them. If so, I believe so. Maybe, yeah. I don't Maybe. Know. Sometimes you don't remember things. You know? You're BSD yes. Wiki- Wikipedia, so I trust your judgment. <laughs> Whatever you sometimes say. The, sometimes the brain can go kaput, you know? Yeah, I know. So, I know. Uh, so it says a revamped Cooley High Harmony was reissued during 1993 with End of the Road added as a special bonus track. But End of the Road initially appeared only on the Boomerang soundtrack. Mm. 
Later, the track was included in a collection of singles produced by Michael Bivens called East Coast Family Volume 1. Shortly after the release of this compilation, Boys to Men and Michael Bivens parted ways professionally. Boys to Men continued to work with Babyface and other high-profile record producers over the next several years. So that's the end of 93. Are you, do you have anything to add there, Lydia? Uh, when, is this Christmas album or is that 94? Uh, Christmas album is coming up next. Okay, sorry, sorry. Okay, it wasn't, Mo, Watch Mojo didn't give a date for that, so I was like. Okay, okay. Okay. So 1994 was two and I'll make love to you. So after releasing a Christmas compilation, Christmas Interpretations in 1993, Boys to Men returned to the studio for their highly anticipated sophomore effort. In 1994, Two, or II, uh, was released. Two sold more than 12 million copies in the United States alone. That's great. One of the best-selling albums ever released by an R&B group act and one of the biggest albums of the decade. Two won two awards <laughs> at the 1995 Grammys, including Best R&B Album. Most of the tracks on Two were written and produced by Tim and Bob. Tim Kelly and Bob Robinson, uh, so Babyface and the su- su- successful team, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Several of Two's tracks became major singles, among them Jam and Lewis's On Bended Knee. Would you like to break it on song there? Um, I honestly don't remember that one. I'm so sorry. That's Does anybody else favorite. remember that one? <laughs> I, feel I like- know the other one. Uh, and baby faces, I'll make I'll love, make to, love you. to you. That one I know. That one I know. I'll yeah. make love, love to, to you. you. Like yeah, I keep you, like like you want, you want me, me to, to. <laughs> and I'll hold you tight, you tight. baby. baby oh, all the night. Night. <laughs> yeah, so good, so yes. good. That one, uh, I know that one. Yeah, that one I know. I don't know. I don't remember that one. I I'm so sorry. I know because I've heard the other song. I can't like I know, I know on bended knee. It's one of their major songs that yes, they sing in, yes, in yeah. shows, but I cannot think of it at this exact moment. Um, and also, water runs dry. I really don't know that, that one, one at all. <laughs> in a desert, maybe. I don't know. So, I'll make love to you. Broke end of the roads. Thirteen week record for number one, spending fourteen weeks at the top of the chart. A feat equaled earlier that year by Whitney Houston's cover of and I- love to you i usually like sing to like a really nice sandwich so okay. like i i sing that often i wasn't sure if this was going to be another honey story or not so thank no, you no 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 just like like when it's a really good sandwich i'm like i make love to you and i'm like ah yes i do remember this story i think you told it before no Maybe you've witnessed it because I eat lots oh, of maybe. sandwiches. Maybe I could have. Wi- yeah, you know that's gonna be also the case. Sometimes yeah. we make sandwiches at Lydia's house, so that yeah. That, yes, that tracks. Okay, well, that's true. Yeah, I'm sure they're very happy to know that a good sandwich deserves that song. Mm, yeah, exactly. So. Sandwiches <laughs> are very good, so yeah. why not, right? Because yeah, when you got panino teca for Kenny's birthday, I actually sang to that meatball sandwich. I'm like, I'll make love to you, and Kenny's like, What the hell are you doing? I'm like, Ah. Uh, you appreciate a good I sandwich. Do. That's really good. Do. Hey, okay. whatever helps, you know. Thank you. All right. Sorry, Wait, question about the olives. Do they have that caramelized, like the onion, in there as well? 
They did. You know what? Actually, um, but they had a pit, which was annoying. But yeah, then I what I did was because you gave me a lot of olives, I ended up making like a pizza, and I had I Ooh, had the I had, I had cut oil? it. In. Yeah. Well, I did. I did like the olives, and then I did the caramelized onions, and then also did the red pepper flakes. And I'm like, I'm like, Kenny, this you're not gonna like this pizza. Like, and he's like, I, I love the pizza. And I'm like, it's too spicy for you, babe. He's like, no, no, I'll try it. And it was like the best pizza ever. And I was like, ah! That is a so, great idea. Like, those that those sounds delicious. It was Next good. time you're in town, Soph, we'll pick up some olives. I'll make, make you a pizza, that. Soph. Woo! I'm looking forward to it. Okay. All right. Anyways. Make love to you to the pizza. Sure. See? Look at us. We're going to sing along while we make some pizza. There we go. Go I ahead, Chizia. I have this Ninja Turtle bag that says, say yes to pizza, say no to drugs. So that is a very good wise, wise uh, advice. Slogan? Yes. Was it, is it slogan? All right, moving along. Yes. Uh, okay, on bended knee, replaced I'll Make Love to you as number one, making them only the third act ever to replace itself. Number one on the Billboard 100s after Elvis Presley and the Beatles. In 1995, the group appeared as backing vocalists on History from Michael Jackson's Grammy nominated ninth album of the same name. So they were on Michael Jackson's album. Okay, nice. so we are now skipping ahead to 1997, 1998. Uh-huh. Uh, do you have anything to add before I do that, or we kind of covered your stuff? Uh, you know what, like, just yeah, pop no. in when there's something. Yeah, no, no, say. yeah, you mentioned I'll make love to you and I'm bended knee. Okay, when does Mariah come into the picture? Well, she kind of just did her, did she? No. Okay, I don't know. Okay, uh, 97, 98, evolution and label conflicts. Ooh, the good stuff. Oh, oh, okay. Maybe I. Okay, this is this is after. Okay, yeah. Okay, sorry. My only thing says collab with Mariah Carey. One sweet day had worldwide success. Stayed on for sixteen weeks on the American charts, but it came with mixed reviews. So this is kind of like from what from what Maj Mojo said. This was like the beginning of like their downfall. So the I beginning of like, the end. I feel like we talked about Mariah Carey earlier, but I could be wrong. No, no, the, no. It was in the synopsis. You did. Okay. Okay, so maybe I don't mention yeah, it. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, but now, uh, now I know this part is on a different part. Okay. okay, so Motown issued the Remix Collection, a compilation of remixes. I like the remix, baby. Oh, oh, but it's a good song. That's New Kids, yes. But anyways, good song. Uh, from a various Boys to Men song from Cool High Harmony and 2. The group itself had opposed the release of the collection. Be well, I guess if you only have two albums out, like, that's kind of quick to already have a like a remix okay anyways the group opposed the release of the collection because they felt the compilation did not represent boys to men's best work after the label released the album without their permission oh. there was a dispute between the company and the group boys to men initiated their own record uh recording company stone creek which released me material by artists such as uncle sam and they arranged for stone creek's distribution by epic records not motown boys to men third album evolution was released during 1997 to mixed reviews and sold three million copies far below the stratospheric success of two which had 12 million copies and cool high harmony which was nine million mm. again though still three million copies is pretty good i mean it's i wish i had three million dollars that, that right. would be that would be good. Yeah. I wish I had one million dollars. Mm -hmm. Uh so so okay, so it was about a quarter of what they had the last album sold. So it is obviously like quite a drop, but still. Um only one of Evolution signals, the jam 
uh, Lewis Penn, Four Seasons of Loneliness, reached number one on the Hot 100 chart. The second single, <laughs> Babyface, A Song for Mama, uh, the theme song of the Babyface-produced film Soul Food, was a top 10 success, but the follow-up, Can't Let Her Go, underperformed. The global tour began in 1997 to promote evolution, was successful in terms of ticket sales, but behind the scenes, Boys to Men was racked by conflicts with their record label and internal conflicts among the members of the group. <gasps> Making matters Ooh. worse, health problems began to take yes. their toll on the group. Yes. While on tour to support the Evolution album, Wanye Morris developed a polyp on his vocal cords. Ouch, Ooh, that is, that is like... A killer like, in the music industry. That's a kiss of death, man. Yeah. Oh. The end. Yes. And the group was forced to postpone part of the tour until he recovered. McCary's multiple scrotes MS meant that he was unable to participate in most of the group's dance routines. Mm. Boys to Men were nominated for two Grammys in 1998. Best R&B Album for Evolution and Best R&B Vocal Performance by a group duo or song uh, for A Song for Mama. Okay. So... Now, I don't I, know those ones. Do you guys know those ones? Song for Mama, you've heard. They've performed that before. Oh, okay, maybe I did then. Maybe it's been a while. Yes. 1999 to 2001. Nathan Michael Sean Wanye. In 1999, Motown's parent company, Polygram, was bought by Universal Music Group. Amidst the major corporate restructure, Motown was merged with UMG's Universal Records, where Boys to Men found themselves reassigned. Their only studio album for Universal was 2000's Nathan Michael Sean Wanye, was chief, chiefly written and produced by the group itself in an attempt to update their sound and ward off critics who questioned the group's reliance on Babyface's hit making Songcraft. While the critics were more receptive to Nathan Michael Sean Wanye, they then had its then they had been to the predecessor. The, the album only sold 500,000 copies in the US. Oh, 1 million copies worldwide. So just much, much lower than before. Mm. It's very much declining in yes. sales. And although its two singles, Pass You By and Thank You in Advance, received media attention, neither became hits. Boys to Men departed from Universal in 2001, ending their relationship with the company that brought them to international stardom in 1991. So this, so it was like 10 years earlier. The label released a very successful greatest hits compilation, Legacy, the greatest hits collection, to close out their contract. Okay, so 2002 to 2003, we got Full Circle and The Color of Love. Do you, Lydia, do you have anything to add before that? Um, well, okay, we had, a, we had a, hold on, we had a, yeah, you mentioned that, okay, so 2001 Legacy album, then 2002, both the last album with McCary, and then we're, we're into 2004? No, now we're in 2002 right now. Oh, shoot. Okay, never mind, okay. I skipped ahead, my bad. Okay, so signing a new deal with, I always get this wrong, is it Arista Records? I always want to say Artesia, yeah. but it's Arista. Yeah, Arista. Yeah. Arista sounds right, yeah. Yeah. For years, I've just been calling it Artesia, and I was like, nope, that's literally not what the letters say. So, Arista Records, in 2002, Boys to Men began recording the Full Circle album and recruited Babyface for a new single, The Color of Love. Aww. In an attempt to recapture the massive success the group had enjoyed a decade earlier, um, the album uh, received a significant promotional budget. 
Arista commissioned high budget music video shot in four different locales by four different directors. Supervising director Little X filmed scenes in which featuring Michael Carey in India. Hype Williams filmed Sean Stockman in Tokyo. Benny Boom filled Nathan Morris in Ghana. And Chris Robinson filmed Wanye Morris in Puerto Rico. And finally, they were all filmed in New York. That sounds very expensive. It does. It does Uh, sound a lot. The resulting music video had a debut on BET, but failed to have a great effect. And full circle, like Nathan, Sean, uh, Michael, Sean, Wanye before it, sold slightly more than 500,000 copies in the U.S. and a million copies worldwide. So it was the same numbers as the last album, but much for much lower, lower than usual. Mm. Full mm. Circle became Boys to Men's final album as a quartet and their last effort to receive extensive promotion from a major record company. On January 30th, 2003, Michael McCary left Boys to Men due to chronic back problems resulting from MS and a per, and per, and personal problems. Arista terminated Boys to Men's contract on April 30th, and the remaining three members took a temporary hiatus from the music industry. Fair. Okay. Yeah. A lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. So now we have we're into 2004 to 2006. Throwback Volume One and The Remedy. So after a year out of the spotlight, Boys to Men created the independent label MSM. Yay, good for them. Not to be confused with MSN. Mm, uh, different guy. Uh, music group distributed through Koch Records and released Throwback Volume 1 in 2004. The album is a collection of covers of classic R&B and soul songs, such as the Daz band's Let It Whip, Michael Jackson's Human Nature, and the single Bobby Cadell's What You Won't Do for Love. For this record, Nathan took on the bass lines as well as the baritone vocals that he sang when Boys to Men was a quartet. Throwback Volume 1 reached number 59 on the Billboard 200. The group launched an independent tour of North America and Asia in support of Throwback Series. The album sold over 200,000 copies with with little to no promotion besides their independent tour. In 2005, Boys to Men recorded a CD with Anderson Camo called Apocalypse, a project meant to benefit Haiti. Aww. In 2006, Boys to Men's seventh studio album, The Remedy, was released exclusively in Japan, where they found a thriving fan base. Okay. Interesting. Okay. In Japan's un- very good. Like they yeah. have a good fan base there. Yeah. yeah. They do. Um, in other regions, the remedy was made available online through the group's website on February 14th, so Valentine's Day, 2007. Aww, cute. All right, so now we're skipping ahead to 2007 and 8. Hitsville, USA. In mid-2007, the group re-signed with Universal Records and released the LP Motown, a journey through Hitsville, USA, through the Decca Records label. The album is a cover album featuring songs from the Motown Records catalog co-produced by Randy Jackson of American Idol fame. Wow. So no for me, dog. Ah, Lydia uses favorite. that all the time. <laughs> I love Lydia's that. favorite quote. That's like the best. Yeah. 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 Um, it's a great one, so don't blame you. The Motown album uh, includes covers of songs by The Temptations, Just My Imagination, Just My Imagination, uh, Marvin Gaye's Ain't Nothing Like the Real Thing. Ain't nothing, nothing like but. the real thing, baby. Mercy, Mercy Me. 
um, Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, the Tracks of My Tears, and even Boys to Men themselves, an acapella version of End of the Road. Commercially, Motown found some success. It peaked at number six on the US R&B charts and was certified gold in the UK. The album was also a critical success. For the 51st annual Grammy Awards in 2009, Boys to Men received two nominations for the album Motown, A Journey Through Hitsville, USA. So Best R&B Album and Best R&B Performance by Duo or Group for Ribbon in the Sky. Uh, in 2008, Boys to Men's three members appeared on Celebrity Don't Forget the Lyrics and oh. uh, created a sensation with their performance. That show was not, that was a short-lived show, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. I but it's a fun one. That. I, I would have, like, one Oh, I would have failed miserably on that. Wasn't show. the Backstreet Boys on an episode I as well? Oh, so. I'm pretty sure yes. Howie, Howie, and I feel like Joey Fatone was, did he? he I feel like the whole host, group was on there, no? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so they were on, don't forget, so they, they would, like, play part of the song, and then they would, like, leave blank, so then you had to, like, sing. Yeah, so Backstreet Boys was on, on an episode of that. Yes, okay, yes. Yes. Uh, they created a sensation with their performance. They earned $500,000 for their two nominated charities, and the appearance also generated interest in their next release. Yeah. So, Woo. 2009, love. In 2009, Boys to Men announced plans for a new cover album, that covers artists I don't think people would expect us to cover, according to Sean Stockman. BTS! No, okay. <laughs> I like BTS. Uh, BTS is not around. I don't, yeah, I don't think they were around, yeah. No. Entitled Love, the album was released November 23rd, 2009. The album contains remakes of love songs from outside of the R&B genre. Hmm. And like... they, don't, they don't give any examples. Ah, okay, okay. Aw. Let me see if I can... Uh, un momento, por favor. Uh, I can't make you love me. Amazed by Lone Star. Um, oh, if you baby, want me I'm amazed by you. Chicago's "If You Leave Me Now." Uh, I don't know that song. Cindy Lauper's "Time After Time." Ooh. Goo Goo Dolls' "Iris." Yeah, that's a good. Um, one. That is a good Beatles, song. Beatles, Journey, Open Arms. Ah, oh, yeah. King Cole, "When I Fall in Love," and it oh. features Michael Bublé. Ooh. Uh, they covered Take That's Back for Good. <gasps> what you back for good? good. Love that what song. Is? And then it is a good song. Could it be I'm Falling in Love? Actually, that sounds like a pretty good album. That sounds amazing. Maybe, mm. we should, maybe that we'll keep we'll keep that in the hopper for a future album review because that sounds yeah. pretty cool. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so that was from 2009. Uh 2011 to 2012, Love Cruise and 20. What? Cruise? Well, perhaps. Boys to Men headlined a love cruise. I feel like that could be taken many ways. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Misinterpreted, but okay. Yeah. yeah um, fair, fair. In honor of their 20th anniversary and in observance of Valentine's Day. Okay. That's So sweet. the cruise took place February 11th to 14th, 2011. Well, that's the same year that Backstreet Boys did their first cruise, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, look at that. Um, cruise line. 2010, right? right? You know what? 2010. 2010, 2010 yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, they traveled from Miami, Florida, Florida to Nassau, Bahamas. The passengers received 
Cruise passengers received a boys to men welcome cocktail party. Okay, so this must have been through this must have been through Rose Tours for sure. Yeah, I feel like Rose Tours is like the main one. Yeah. It doesn't specifically say, but whatever. Uh, so the passengers received a welcome cocktail party, a concert performance by Boys to Men, an additional fan appreciation concert by Boys to Men. Yes. A photo session with Boys to Men in small groups. A formal prom night. A poker tournament, a deck party with boys to men. Strip poker? I don't no. know. Okay, okay. And a guest DJ. Aren't they most of them married? Probably. Uh, I don't think they're doing strip poker. Guest DJ. Chest doesn't hurt. Singles mixer. So there was a singles mixer. A gift Aren't bag. They? Wait, wait, wait. I, is there? I wonder what the. Is there like. A good like fifty fifty ratio of. I was male thinking. I feel female. like boys to men would probably have a few more male fans. Yeah, I'm thinking that. Then, uh, yeah. So. The Backstreet. But maybe? you know, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, okay. It is interesting. And onboard drawings for other boys to men events. Couples were able to renew their wedding vows in a special ceremony with boys to men. Oh, that's so sweet! How cute! So, do you think it was like out on the Lido deck, and then they like freaking serenaded? Uh, that, would be, that would be really that's that's sweet. That's that's, that's like a romantic really thing. Nice. No, that's romantic. romantic. Yeah, yeah lovely. So. What a great idea. Yeah. I miss cruises and I miss boy bands. I miss yeah. both, yes. One of these days they will be back and I will be right there. Again. One of these days the pandemic will be over and we can get on with our lives. Exactly. That'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be good. Okay, so um, 20, named in recognition of Boys to Men's 20 years in the music business, is a double CD album with 13 original songs and eight re-recorded Boys to Men classics. It was released October 25th, 2011. 20 is the group's fourth release through MSM Music Group. It was released in Japan 13 days before its official U.S. release I with the help of that. AVEX Group, the biggest Japanese independent record label. Aww. Originally, Boys to Men announced a reunion with original member Michael McCary for the 20th album. On September 6, 2009, at a concert at Virginia Beach, Virginia, Stockman announced the upcoming 20th anniversary album would include all four members, sparking a tremendous applause. Aww. Aww. But soon after that announcement, McCary declined and did not join the project. Wow. Yeah, probably should check that out ahead of time. Holy okay. Shit. You were like, yes, that's so nice. And then, no, it's <laughs> Wow. Um, as a trio, Boys to Men perform with special guests on VH1's highly rated VH1 Divas Celebrate Soul concert. Boys to Men contributed a cover of a Japanese rock band. Lark on Ciel song Snowdrop for their 20th. I know Lark on Ciel. Ah, do you know the song Snowdrop? How does it go? Uh, no, I don't. No, sorry. Uh, Lark on Ciel, it essentially it means rainbow in, in the sky. In, in French. Rainbow? Yes. That's nice. Rainbow in the sky. That's yeah. nice. No. They, they sang like, uh, they sang like the Death Note song. Oh, okay. So yeah, from like. like like from anime. Sorry. Oh, that's cool. So cool. They, yeah. so they did a they did a cover of that song for their 2012 oh. tribute album. Wow, neat. Okay, All that's right. cool. So 2013 oh, wait, wait, wait. No, to present. I'm trying to. Oh, hold on. Lark and seal. Because I believe seal means sky, and then lark is arch. So that means rainbow, right? So I guess. Lark and seal. Okay, now I'm starting to like. Yeah, like we're, hold on. Let me just see. I thought it was death. No. No. It doesn't mention it here, but I'm just going to... There's a little picture here that says Boys to Men received their star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in January of 2012. 
So they got, oh. uh, so they have a star as well. So while Lydia's Googling her stuff, we're moving to Burke. Yes, it's getting later. So we're, oh, getting, we're near the end, guys. I, so Okay, never mind. It says Full Metal Alchemist. Okay, sorry. Okay. I was bad. Not It was not Death Note, my bad. Sorry about okay. that. Okay. All right, 2013 to present. The package tour, Collide, and Geico commercials. On January 22nd, 2013, the group appeared on The View along with New Kids on the Block and... We went to that show. Was it Did this you? one or was it the other one? It was this show because I got a show. free I got a free ticket from a parent at work. Yeah. And I brought Lydia because yeah. nobody else I, liked New Kids on the Block at that I, time. I think go? I had tickets from work. I think I might have had my own. Was this when the one? This no, so the you one and Lydia. Yeah, so you and Olivia were down on the floor. Okay. And then I got two tickets from a parent at work, and I didn't know anyone else to bring because nobody else that yeah. I knew liked New Kids on the Block. So I said, I'll bring Lydia. Wasn't that NKOTB, SB? It's, uh, no. no, it was just New Kids on the Block and 98 Degrees and Boyz II Men. We were up in the 100 section, and we were like having a great time. And it was like very last yes. minute, right? Yes, it yes was very now. last minute, okay. yes. I'm sorry. Yes, I do remember. Okay. Because I was like, oh, my God. Because at first, the parent was going to give me tickets to Backstreet Boys, but they couldn't get the negotiations to get Backstreet Boys, so they got new kids on the block. And I said, okay, I'll, just good. I'll take it whatever. Yeah. Sweet. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. So I'm not going to say so, no. Exactly. So the tour took place in the summer of 2013. As of February 20th, 2013, Boys to Men announced that beginning March 1st, 2013, they would stop touring and begin performing shows at the Mirage Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. Woo! In on January thirteenth, twenty fourteen, they appeared on an episode of How I Met Your Mother, titled "Slapsgiving Three: Slap's Appointment in Slap Mara," performing an acapella version of the show song "You Just Got Slapped." Oh, okay. Because you know there I'm was like, like a slaps to... thing. Okay, so there was like a thing where you could get one slap. Now, or like or oh, slaps whatever and whatever then, yeah. and i can't tell you when they're coming and then, he and then that was more like yes yes yeah, yeah. their 11 l their 11th album titled collide was released october 21st 2014 in 2016 the trio appeared in greece live as Ooh. the Teen angels and they sang Aww. beauty school dropout oh i love that song beauty, beauty school, school dropout Go back to high yeah, school. That's a good song. Yeah. Uh, Wanye placed fourth in the 22nd season of ABC's reality competition series, Dancing with the Stars. They, they also did music for an animated adaption of The Snowy Day. I don't know what that is. Uh, wow. In 2017, the group began starring in television commercials for Geico Auto Insurance. Nice. Good for them. Uh, you gotta get it, the bag, the money bags when you get it. Right? Go for girl. it. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, June 24th, 2017, a section of Broad Street in Philadelphia from Christian to Carpenter Streets was renamed Boys to Men Boulevard by City Yay. Council. Good. Philadelphia High School for the Creative and Performing Arts, where they went to, where they were once students, is on that section of the road. Uh -huh. uh, August 2017, it was announced they were releasing a new album titled Under the Streetlight um, in the Fall. It was released October 20th, 2017. On January 4th, 2018, uh, the group was featured a new track by Charlie Puth titled <gasps> If You Leave Me Now, created oh. for Charlie Puth's album Voice Notes. Mm. So there you go. That's good. 
good to, co good to collab for sure. So they're moving on up and they're getting collaboration. Yeah. So that's good, right? Char Charlie yeah. Puth is the guy who sang the James Bond writings on the wall. And I think he wrote a song also for Backstreet Boys. I know yeah, I keep well, saying yeah. Backstreet Boys, but that's how I'm correlating yes. it. Together. It's an American uh, singer-songwriter record Isn't producer. British? I thought it was British. Well, according to Wikipedia, he's American. Okay, sorry. Yes, he had some other songs. Maybe there's another but a guy that has the same name. I don't know. I'm thinking James Bond is British, so I figured. Oh, okay, he's gotcha. Also British, but that's now. Nice. Okay. Apparently, this guy became famous on YouTube and on Ellen. Oh, good for him. So there you go. Good job, Charlie. See you again was the song that he was major. <gasps> oh, that was how does that go again? Uh, it was. Oh, yes. And you know about it when I see you Yes, that car uh, scene. Yes, that car scene. Okay, yes, I understand. Now. <laughs> so they collabed with him. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, that's a very sad song. Yes. That was that movie. That's the movie where you know Vin Diesel and you know Paul Walker. Brian. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And yes. Just, and then the cars yes. at the end they split it. Is that is a very sad scene. There's lots of lots of yes. lots of tears in that theater. But yes, anyways, continue to sure. Sorry. Some people say that's where they should have ended that series. Agreed. But mm -hmm. you but know. they're very good. They're very like fun movies. I don't know. Continue. Oh, one last heist, Sophia. We need one last heist. <laughs> good family. Well, okay. there's a tenth one coming out. So. <laughs> Okay. It's like okay. never ending that series. Oh my god. This is the last this is the last movie. It only it's ever 10, seen the first one and I was like Jesus. Ten A and Ten B. This is what um yeah. I don't That's what Vin that. Diesel says after uh, it, sure, it. sure it is, yes. Hey, Vin so. Diesel, would you like another million dollars? Oh. I'm sure it's more like twenty-five million dollars. Okay, September 6, twenty eighteen, the group performed at the NFL. 2018-2019 season kickoff at the Lincoln Financial Field in Philly. On October 2nd, 2018, the group performed Ladies Man on Dancing with the Stars. Uh, Demarcus Ware and Lindsay Arnold danced a quick step to the song. Uh, the group is featured on a re-imaged version of Take That Song, Love Ain't Here Anymore from their number one selling album, Odyssey. Howard Donald revealed during an interview with Magic Radio that he filled a dream when they recorded the song. So he was very excited for Boys to Find record the song. On uh, December 15, 2018, the group staged a concert at the Smart Arnetta Coliseum with Filipino girl group Divas, cool. uh, composed of Kyla, uh, there's, there's a bunch of names that I do not want to butcher. Uh, and it was titled Boys to Men with Divas. On September 18, 2019, it was reported the group would play themselves on the ABC comedy series Schooled. On September 30th, 2019, uh, Boys to Men announced their Asia tour, which was ah. stated to take off after returning after the U.S. Uh, tour and residency in Vegas, and they were supposed to visit a whole bunch of places. So I don't know if that happened. There's it's probably not because the pandemic happened. Yes. Yeah. So, Slash cry. But um, then it just kind of stops the updates there. So Fair. obviously in the last <laughs> couple of years, they've um, got, they did um, part of the after party with, um, I believe Nick. it was Kanye and Sean. Oh. Did it with Nick Carter, um, I can't remember. Joy Fatone, maybe? 
I believe it was DJ, Joey as well. DJ. So they've, they've been doing a lot of stuff. For, and then obviously they appeared on the Boy Band, a very Boy Band holiday special. So they were on that. Boy Band holiday. So yeah, so there you go. Boy Band holiday. It's such a good like saying yeah, it's good. when you sing it like that. I know. See? Indeed. Mm-hmm. So good. So it's style and influence. Boys to Men is among the biggest names in acapella and R&B with what is called crossover appeal. Boys to Men found themselves okay. at the vanguard of the 90s movement to make take R&B back into the mainstream where it had been in the where it had been back in the 70s. Their use of hip hop beats in combination with R&B is not unique, but it was Boys to Men's enormous enormous success with mainstream audiences in putting harmony over hip hop tracks that helped usher in a total dominance of the R&B genre on the pop charts in the 2000s and 2010s. On January 5th, 2012, Boys to Men were awarded a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. They were featured on the first episode of the 2021 Netflix series, This is Pop, called The Boys to Men Effect, about ah. their impact on the boy band scene in the 90s. Yep. Hmm, there you go. We should put that down as something we should also look into. Yes. What's it called? The Boys and What? So it's called This is Pop. Okay. It's on Netflix and it's called Boys to Men Effect. Okay. Nice. Okay. Okay. That could be uh, the next episode. Yeah. So there you go. Then it kind of just, you can look up all the discography. We kind of went through all of this stuff and uh, yeah, a bunch of videos and other things and did well on the charts and sold millions of albums. Uh, is there anything? Uh, oh, apparently they also have a bunch of filmography as well. Ooh, dish. They were uh, Going Home, 1995, a Disney Channel concert special film during Men All the World Tour, live from Ooh. the alum dome in san antonio texas the group also makes a guest appearance in the fourth season episode "Twas the night before christening of fresh prince of bel-air which is what sophia had mentioned yep, earlier right. uh, they, they sang at nikki's christening and that was yes uh living in paradise um in 2000 they appeared as themselves on the hit show moesha oh i know that one yes uh, long shot. They appeared as themselves performing at a charity event. Did we see Long Shot? I don't know if it's the Lou Pearl or the other movie, right? Oh, it's the, the other, other movie. movie. Oh, yeah. I thought it was the Lou Pearl one. I'm like, it's not the Lou Pearl one. I'm like, we don't see it. This is the, the 2019 movie that um, mm-hmm. has Seth Rogen in it. So oh. apparently they are performing at this one. Okay. I see. Um, they were in This Is Pop, which we just mentioned, uh, the mm-hmm. Boys to Men effect. They were on Celebrity Wheel of Fortune uh, in 2001. Ooh. Wanye and Sean played to win money for charities of their choice. Uh, a very boy band Christmas. Wanye and Sean show, joined members of InSync, 98 Degrees, and other boy bands to celebrate the holidays. That was nice. I like um, that. In O-Town. Uh, and then live in front of a studio audience, also from 2021, the group performed the theme song of Different Strokes um, as the intro to the special reenactment of Willis's Privacy. So, yeah. They've won a bunch of awards over the years. They've been nominated for a bunch of awards during the years. So, yeah. And they've obviously inspired a lot of boy bands. So Yeah. So we are grateful to their contributions to music. That's right. Thank you to Boys to Men. Thank you. Boys to Men, yes. I hope you guys learned some stuff. I definitely learned a lot of stuff because I knew nothing about their history. Yeah. um, And that went way deeper than, than the... Than the Watch Mojo. So, thank yeah, you. was there anything that was missing from mm-hmm. that, or yeah, you pretty much it. covered you everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, thank you to the lovely people at Wikipedia who put things together and fact. Yes, them. it so. definitely helps our episodes. Yay. Yes, there you go. Okay, so uh, are we? Anything else anybody needs to add? 
Oh, no, I think we did a good job. We're An at hour and 14 minutes. Okay, so um, thanks for taking a break with us. Guys. Guys. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.